Today's daf is daf Yud Beis. We are going to begin on daf Yud Beis Amid Aleph from Mahu Avoda Ben Ardoi. So the Gemara, the Gemara says, "Have Avoda Ben Ardoi." There was a story in Ardoi. Agbu Dayana Ben Ardoi, and the Dayana Ben Ardoi collected, as we said yesterday, is a if Avoda uh, are considered like Kaka. So if somebody owes somebody else money, so let's say the Malva lends to the Leva money, now the Leva can't keep pay back, so the offer is that you can go ahead and collect his karka, to take away his karka. Now, what happened over here? Over here, there was a Basayv that was owed money from one's fathers, and the father died. So now, the same inherited slaves. So, the story was, is that the, the Dayanim took the slaves on behalf of the Basayv away from the or- or orphans that they inherited. And the Gemara says, There was a story also in Pumbadisa, and the Agbed of Khan and Barbizna, and Khan and Barbizna also to collect the slaves from the Yusayim as payment of the Khariz. Abu Lord of Nachman, Nachman said to the Dayanim, Zilo Adru, go and return those slaves to the Yusayim. You have no right to take them. Be and if you do not agree to return back the Avadim, Magbinan the Fool, Apanaichu, we're going to collect the value of the slaves from the uh, proceeds of your mansion. Basically, in order to compensate the Yusayim's loss. Why? Because you made a big mistake in your psak, and therefore you are responsible now to rectify it. Now, on my lady, Rabbi Lazar Nachman, so Rabbi Lazar Nachman, Ha'ula, Ha'rabi Lazar, Ha'rabi They have all these opinions that agree that the legal status of a, of the Evet, Avodim is like Karka, so they have every right to take it. So Mar, so he asked us, Mar, you, Ramnathwin, Kemar, Sirle, who do you hold like that? They have no right to uh, take it away. So later, Ramnathwin said to him, I know, Masnisa Yadaino. I know a rice that supports my opinion. What's the price? Tony Avimi, Avimi teaches, Prusbol Kol Alakarka, a Prusbol, a document, um, when you have a Prusbol, so and it's uh, and you have karka on that prusbol. The loss it is is that shvis does not meshamit, does not uh, take away the faith. So uh, the loss is that when you have a the, the, you have this document, it prevents the shvis from abrogating an outstanding debt, and takes effect upon a faith assumed by one who owns land. but prusbol does not take effect upon a faith assumed by a person who owns a slave, of uh, a slaves to the. Um, the Machik, the Talpulin, and then he says, Niklim movable property is acquired together with Karka, and the Niklim Avadim was not Niklim with Avadim. After Allah. So we see both Allah's assume in these cases that the, the status, the Allah status of heaven is not like of a land. So the Gemara says, Shall we say that it's Machik is Tanoim? Now, why, why? Cause like this. I have one price of Karkois. If a person sold slaves and land to a buyer together and Hifsigbavadim and the buyer took hold of the slaves. So that I but did not take of Karkois, like on a Karkois. He does not acquire the Karko. And also the Karkois, if he hold, took a hold of just the Karko, then like Kanavadim, he's not creating the Now, Karkois and Metaltalin, if a person sold Karka and Metaltalin, 
Slavach is, he says, Bekarka, Kana Metalfalan. If you made a Chazak in the Karka, she's Kana Metalfalan. If it's Alfalan, but if you, if you made a Chazak in the Metalfalan, the Allah is like Kana Karka, it's not acquired the Karka. Avodim um Metalfalan, what if it's Avodim and Metalfalan? And he says, Bavodim, if you made a Chazak in Avodim, Kana Metalfalan, he's not paying the Metalfalan. However, Metalfalan, like Kana Avodim. Now, what's the state of Atalia? But we learned in another Bible, he says, Bavodim. A person, if the buyer took possession of the slaves alone, Allah is kind of metalpla. He does acquire the movable property. Which the pair, this is a stira, which ruled that from the previous price, that he's about what the lake on a metalpla. So the Mara says, My lab, it must be that what are they disagreeing? The Maris of our one, the Tana of the second price, uh, will hold Avodim Kimikakidami. That Avodim has the same status of Karka, and therefore you could take it away. And uh, the, the uh, first price holds that the status of slaves is like Mamash Metalfon. And that's why Isaac Ba'avadim called him Metalfon because, again, we have a stira. One bride, our bride said, Isaac Ba'avadim, like on a Metalfon. Even a Chazak and Avadim, we're not creating the Metalfon. And this bride says, the second says, Isaac Ba'avadim, you are creating Metalfon. So it must be that the second bride, which is Isaac Ba'avadim, called him Metalfon. We'll hold it as evidence to commit karkadami, and the mother holds that he must hold that avodim is metalflin, and therefore, when a person takes a hold of a metalflin, he's not kaina the karko or kaina other metalflin. Oh, Rabbi Kibbeid the Rami says the Gemara says no. Rabbi Kibbeid the Rami says the kula alma avodim commit karkadami. Really, everyone agrees that evid has the same status as a karko. So, and therefore, avodim tani tanya kono. And that which the second price says that by taking possession of the Ebed, he also acquires um Metalflin Shopper. It's probably understood. Why? Because when you're creating a Ebed is Kikarga, so if Ebed is Kona Metalflin, well, at the time the Lake and I, the Brysa that says Lake the first Brysa, we in Karka do need the Orin Mitzeris Biodok. You need to have the Allah for his. That we, you have to have at least land similar to, like the Pasuk says, fortified cities in Yehuda. And the Lainaidi, which do not move around. Avodim, even if their well, halachic status is generally like of land, they do not fulfill this requirement. That's why Lake Connor. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, says the Fosim, the Mishnah Kiddushin, the Fosim She'elam Achrais, Nikim Nikhosim She'elam Achrais. Allah is property that does not serve as a guarantee, which means movable property, metalflin, that is kind of with Nechosim, Shiyesh either with Kasser, Shtar, Machazaka. And the Mishnah says, we know, and the Gemara says over there, 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 the Gemara says over there, we know, and the Gemara says over there, the says, and their father gave them great gifts of silver and of gold and of precious things, in Ori, with Sirius, Biyuda, with fortified cities in Yoda. So the Pasik tells us clearly, that the acquisition of the metalfon was done together with the cities, with Ari, Mitzrayim, Behuda, with the cities of Yehuda. Igad Amid are those who say that Rav Igad's statement uh, stated a different answer. The exact opposite. Everybody will agree that Avodah is a metalfon, or the Tanya Lekoni, and this, that the Bible says Lekoni Shavar makes a lot of sense because Evidus is a metalfon. How the Tanya Lekoni, and this, that the Bible says Kaina is Be'ed and Olav, is talking about when the the slave was acquired as the movable property was still upon him. In other words, the slave was holding it and could therefore be acquired together with the slave. This is because one slave is considered like a chotzer 
adding, adding this place in the fatzah, the owner is kena. So, even if you want to say that the thing is upon him, what's the, 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 the even if the slave, even if you want to say that the that the slave is like a a but you have another problem. It's a chatzer malachasi. It's a courtyard that, that that's uh, mobile. It, it moves around. If you're going to say, if you're going to say that a case where the slave is standing at the time of the transaction, the fact that it's also insufficient. Anything that is not acquired when moving also also is not acquired while standing and sitting. The fact that the slave can move gives him the status of a regardless if he's currently moving or not. The Lachan is that where the slave is bound up and unable to walk, his status is like that of a of a um, of a Chatzuf in other words, immobile courtyard and the other will acquire anything that is placed upon him in that time. Now, the Gemara also presents now another stater to the first Bryce cited above which explicitly states that one cannot acquire slaves by taking possession of the land. Or the Tanya, without within the Nebrisa, if he took possession of the land, he thereby also acquires the slaves. The Nebrisa is also still awesome, but aimed in Besuita. There in the Nebrisa cited, just cited, the case is one where the slaves are standing within the border of the land that was acquired. The Nebrisa says, Mithlal, the highlight Kona Kishayin in Besuita, must be the first price which says that he does not acquire slaves. It says in regards to where they are not standing within the borders of the land that was acquired. Now the Gemara says this: like we said after in the second lashon, so therefore, if he's standing inside in the works, so the Gemara assumes that metal is acquired together with the land only if at the time of the king and it's placed upon the land. But according to the one who says that why do I need the slaves to be standing within the borders of the land? If someone sold 10 fields located in 10 different countries, and once he takes possession of one of them, he has acquired all of them. If the legal status of all of them is like of Karka, then the same principle should apply to them, and it should be unnecessary for them to be standing within the land's borders. So the says, according to your reasoning, According to the uh, Lushan that says after Kamitalton Dummy, that I have this Kamitalton, also you have the question in the question, Lomali and Messiah, why do I need the slaves to be standing within the borders of the land? So my answer that Al Kaimal and the Lightman and Savannah, we already said that Allah is that Metalin does not need to be a piled upon the land one requires in order to acquire the Metalton together. Rather, you must say, Shana Metalton denied the Metalton ID that. Movable property that moves around itself, such as Avadim, is different than movable property that does not move around. For example, let's say inanimate objects. So the law of the does not need to be piled up upon the land, applies only in the later case. Accordingly, in order to acquire Avadim together with the land, they must be standing within the waters. Akanami, here also, China Mikaki, the Nadi, Mikaki, Here also, a land that moves around, such as Avadim, is different from land that does not move around. So, Avdi, accordingly, a slave, which is Mekarka Denaidi, it was like land that moves around, that this is not including in Shmuel's Psak, because Hossam, there he refers to, uh, only to being acquired multiple plots of land, which is possible only because Sadone the Arafatu, 
the crust of the earth is one block, and therefore each field is really one part of a bigger whole. The, the, the swar does not permit acquiring land that stays together, as a slave is not attached to the earth and is separate to the land. The Mishnah says, one is chayiv only with regards to damage caused to property for which were he to use it for, let's say, an, uh, for non kedusha he would not be chayiv for meila of of uh, of items which is uh, belongs to the base of Mish. The Gemara says, meila the lespo. A property in question does not have the isra of meila, um, but hamikdash kachi. But it's but it's considered it's still but it's still considered a hektish property. Yet one is still chayiv for causing damage to it. So man tano, who is the tano who holds like this? Rabbi Yechonah bekotchim kalim. Rabbi Yechonah says the Mishnah is referring to a, a case of kotchim kalim. Malibli Rabbi Yisi This is according to Rabbi Yisi The Omar who says by kotchim kalim, Maman bailim. He says that such a carbon by kotchim kalim, kalim before being shechted are considered property of their owners, as opposed to um, gavoya. It is only once such a offering is shafted that becomes subject to the levels of Mi'ila of Hektish. The Tanya, we learned in a Braisa, concerning a person who steals another property and makes a Shua Shav, makes a, a, a Shua Sheker that he what he has done. So now he has to he has the obligation to bring a carbon Oshem. But Pasuk says, and he commits a trespass against Hashem and deals falsely with his neighbors. So basically we learns that we're talking about a person denies having in possession Kachim Kalim, which is property that's um, property of the owner, you would basically but we learned in the Mishnah a person, case of a Kain who is Mikadash woman with his portion of a Kalim, whether both doesn't matter, any Mukadashis, she's not any Mukadashis. Shall we say that this mission is not according to the opinion of Rebesic Lili? So the Marian suggests, I feel the same Rebesic Lili. You can even say this according to the opinion of Rebesic Lili. Lili. What does Rebesic Lili say that the offerings of Achim Kalim are, are his money? And this applies when the animal is still alive. But after he gets shafted, I feel that Rebesic Lili made that. Even Rebesic Lili is going to agree that Achim Kalim, the Sikha Zafu, when they receive their portion, they do not receive them because those portions belong to them. Rather, they receive them because from the, from the, they have the right to partake of them, but they do not own them. But does he, but does he say that his opinion when offering is still alive? We learn in the Mishnah, with regards to a male firstborn of a kosher animal, which is endowed upon his birth with the Kedusha of his offering of a lesser Kedusha, so Tom, a kayer may sell it for its unblemished chai and the lie, but he may not sell it once it was shechted. As if an unblemished firstborn animal, the shechted is also to derive benefit from it. And if it is blemished, then one can sell it chai b'shafod, a person can sell it while it's alive. And after it's shechted, and one can be mekadosh, and one more is it. The Mishnah assumes that even when a, a, a firstborn animal is unblemished, it's considered to be the property of the kayer. They said this only in regards to a since you can't bring a carbon because there's no base of midrash, you still the canaan So the canaan have ownership of it. I was much of a midrash kaima, the base midrash was around standing the chazilakrova, which the animals could be brought as a carbon, loy, then, uh, no. The base midrash is standing, a coin may shech that eat 
the first point only if it becomes blemished. Nowadays, since it's not possible to offer the carbon anyway, it's certain that the animal will eventually develop a blemish and the kohen will then be permitted to shaft and eat it. So the kohen is considered to have the ownership of the bufer even before it develops any blemish. So the Mara says, He asks him, now, basically, the statement is clearly referring to the time of the basin of the first standing, as the as it's based on the pasuk, and it continues to obligate one to bring a carbon hashem. Nevertheless, what does he say about kashim kalim by a bechir, for example? It's considered to be the property of the owners, even when they are unblemished. Oh, Mashani Ravina, Ravina answered, bechir befuts the artist. Basically, the statement is regards to a firstborn outside of so the Rav Shimon Damar, and and this is according to the opinion of Rav Shimon who says. That a firstborn animal came from outside Eretz and they are unblemished, then they may they, they may be sacrificed on the mizbeach. In Bo, from Roshimus, uh, uh, the way he puts it, that if they came, then and in then yes, they are shechted. In the chachil alay, but the chachil not. Since the befar animals should not be born in Eretz they are considered to be unfit for carbon, and therefore they are considered to be the property of the fein even before they develop a blemish. Now, what's the question? Now, if it's the way the Ravina understood Rav Nachman's qualification to be true, even according to basic Lili, then the Mis the Therefore, even if it's so that Rav Lili said that a carbon of of Kachim Palam is the property of his owner, then it was referring to the situation Mishayim while they were still alive. So the Shani let Ravina answer, Why does he just say that the Brayson states that the Kachim Palam? Is a property of the owner may be sold even when the basic minister stands according to basic lily, and which is referring to one is still alive. And the qualification of the Mishnah of Nachman at the sale of the unblemished is when the basic minister is invalid. So according to the Chachamim who argue the basic lily, so the answer is manas kona kamis. You're referring to a case, a gift of members of the kona. In other words, um, gifts that the that the kona uh, are entitled to. Like, for example, the Bechir, Shani Matlas gifts of the Kona are different. From other Karbonas, the Sikazofa, when the Panim received their portion, Shochagavei Kazofa, they received the portion from the Eberster. Basically, claims that the act of the hectish of the animal as a Kachim Kalim does not nullify one's ownership of the animal. And the Kedusha of the Bechir offering things affect when it's birth. So it may be that it was never owned. Rather, it's reasonable that the terror provided the Kayan only with the right and the obligation to partake of it after it was already sanctified.